Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. That time of the week again, the Rugby League rant, fifth and last. Put on your headgear, chuck in your mouth guard and get ready for an hour of nothing but NRL talk. The season is only two sleeps away. It is Tuesday. It is very, very close. Excited to see the Parramatta Eels, especially with Kieran Foran on board, playing against the might of the Brisbane Broncos with Ben Hunt, Anthony Milford and the side looking to avenge last year's grand final loss. It's not far away now, is it? 48 hours away. So uh, looking forward to the pod, looking forward to the round. Uh, it's a season, I think, that you could you could probably only rule out three, three teams as we did in our uh, season preview. But outside of that, I think, a lot of teams have got reason to be optimistic this year and you probably couldn't say that in years gone by. It's There's been probably four or five teams that could win the comp, but this year I think it's wide open um, and there's a lot of teams that, you know, as I said, have, have reason to be yeah. optimistic and excited about the, the upcoming season. And we could go over it, like I said last week, or like you said, generally someone emerges and you get angry or you look at them and go, they shouldn't have been there, but there's honestly 13 teams all the way down to where we had say I had Penrith 13th or you had, I had Penrith 13th, the Dragons down there. If things click, I don't think they have a leader, but if Soward, Wallace, the spine's all good, a um, couple of those forwards, Farah, you think it's good. Dragons have got good halves. If, well, straight away, you've, you've yeah. mentioned two teams, Penrith and the Dragons, that have made the top eight in the last two years. Yeah, but like, look at the Dragons. So, and their roster hasn't Did, Didn't really expect them to get in team. last year. They've got a great back row, two decent halves, a decent nine, and if man well, I think, think Gossett picked them for the spoon last year. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. And they made like, the eight. So. They're, they're the teams that we put down the bottom. I couldn't fit the Eels in. They've got good halves now, decent spine. Um, yeah. Souths and the Dogs are main stage of the finals, and I didn't put them Well, in. things might, it might change but after every, a month. Everybody's kind of got some pieces now. I mm. think spines are better for a lot of these sides. Um, overall, they've kind of got a, a decent distribution of players. I still think, and you think also, that the Cowboys and the Broncos break away from everybody else as far as squad strength and depth. On paper, they do. Um, but Melbourne, yeah. I think, are going to be a lot stronger this year. They're hopefully going to be injury-free from their point of view. So I think if they're injury-free... They can definitely contend with those top two sides, uh, but you know, and then the Roosters and Souths are probably on the on the next tier with you know the Sharks and a few others. But I think really, realistically, on paper, it's only the Storm that I could see competing with those top two. I think them, and if the Warriors, Warriors sorry, the Warriors, yeah. and I think the Sharks again. But I've obviously, the wait and see. Sharks without injuries on there, uh, and again, it's going to sound a little bit biased, but I honestly think looking at the Raiders on paper. If that all comes together, that's a ridiculously good side. Yeah, there's two back rows. For halves. me, they don't have a culture of winning, so it takes a little while to build. Well, that. you're hoping. That's why I'm hoping that Aiden Caesar may be the key to finishing games off. Because last year, they did, especially kicking game, they didn't have one. I think if Caesar can bring what he's brought to the Titans, which he got wins with a side that shouldn't win he games, he if did. he comes into that Canberra side, which has got some weapons uh, and brings just those fine little touches, I think that could be a real threat. With probably one of the easiest draws in the comp this year. They've kind of got the good yeah, end of the stick It's all on there. paper, yeah. Oh, just that. And then rep, rep effect. There's not really a rep effect. 
Uh, well, unless they start playing good. Well, realistically, but yeah, you need so one. One leads into the other. You yeah. need a little bit to happen for them to, to start losing some players. But uh, basically, this podcast it'll be a short and sharp one. Things kind of crashed into a power pole, like I threatened to do last week <laughs> if Wade Graham didn't play rep football. MG, we've had a bit of a, a scheduling issue there. Mister Gossip, he's switched places with Mitchell Pearce. He's gone to rehab in Thailand. Um, he's having a bit of an alcoholic problem. Nah, just a joke. He's got quite a, a busy day as far as work is concerned. And for the next few weeks, we're going to have to try and work uh, around his schedule. So, Gossip, stop working so hard, mate. Get yourself on the podcast and lay off the drink. But what we're going to do, we're going to start off with the Fast Five in a different format. Instead of giving best and worst, uh, as far as after a game, we're going to try and predict the best player for a team or for the round, a best team, a worst team, a worst player what we think will be a highlight and a low light of the round as far as the game's concerned, and then a question before the round kicks off. We're going to go through Mr. Gossip and MG's season predictions. We'll quickly run over ours again as well, and then we'll finish off going through the games one by one, giving our tips and our thoughts leading in, and we've obviously finally got the lineups that we've been waiting uh-huh. for. We're going to have a look at those. The NRL decided to hijack our afternoon and wait until 5pm to release them all, uh-huh. um, and we'll give you the odds thanks to WilliamHill.com. It's fantastic to have them. Back on board this year, and we'll have some new sponsors we're introducing to you guys next week. Brock, you're working with Kaizen High Performance? Yeah, sports performance company out here in the West. They're running some rugby league academy, so they've come on board. Uh, We're going to have our logo and stuff on all their gear, um, and I'm obviously going to be the head coach of that. You want to give some more details maybe later on as to how people... It's for kids, isn't it? It's for kids, yeah. I think it's from 13s to 17s. So if you want your kids to be coached by the great man himself, Fathead over here, that's a good Mm. opportunity there to get him involved. Uh, Also, rugby league coaching manual, something you've had something to do with? Yeah, they're writing a monthly article in there. So um, they've agreed that they're going to basically put our podcast out um, and we're going to throw in an ad for them. So... Uh, any aspiring coaches, young junior coaches, get onto the website. It's just been all revamped. Rugby League Coaching Manuals, rlcm.com.au. Uh, jump on there and subscribe. I think it's only ten dollars a month or something like that. And the amount of information and videos, no, and all that sort of stuff on there, uh, you won't be able to get it through it through it in a lifetime. So. Uh, worthwhile if, if, if that's uh, something that you're interested in. And particular people from the West, but also you can find it on our page. Brock has now got an article, Coach's Corner for Nepean News. It's a local magazine uh, out our way. It goes to St. Mary's, Penrith, all the kind of areas of the Western suburbs. There. He's put some good content that generally I think well, one or two of them have been a breakdown so far of what you've got in Rugby League Coaching Manual, aren't they? No, like, the, the, first first one, one the first one was, was kind of a portion of that. The second one was a Ranking the coaches. Yeah. You know, all coaches. Well, either way, thank you for coming on board. Kaizen Sports, uh, obviously, Rugby League Coaching Manual as well, and Depend News. Keep your eyes on that. And WilliamHill.com, our major sponsor. We will have our charity account again this year. Due to legislation changes, it's no longer possible for us to give away the free bets. There's been a lot of reform the last year, so that's a bit disappointing. But uh, you can still bet with WilliamHill.com on the NRL or any sport. WilliamHill.com. Kicking things off, Brock, fast five. Best, worst, high, low question. Who is going to be the best team in round one? Oh, I think the Eels. I think the Eels have started off. Uh, traditionally, you usually see a blockbuster first game. I think it'll be close, but I think the Eels at home, uh, Brisbane coming off the trip to, uh, obviously, England, and I think the Eels' spine will be highlighted. I expect a big year out of Corey Norman, uh, partnering up with, with foreign and obviously Gordon, and hopefully Pete's can stay injury-free. That, that's my prediction. Uh, yeah, I think the Eels. 
Yep, and yourself? myself, I'm going to go with the Raiders round one. I think uh, I'm not too impressed by the Penrith lineup. We'll talk about that later when we do, uh, obviously, our tips for the round. But looking at them, looking at Canberra, the fact they've got Austin on the bench, I know he may have struggled a little bit with contact work. He's been backing up the last few weeks. But if you've got the luxury of being able to start Sam Williams, who in a lot of teams would be able to start quite easily, um, and just from seeing what I saw in the trials the other week, they look like a team that is carried on from last year, but added the correct pieces. Aiden Caesar looked like the missing piece. Josh Hodgson looked like he's ready to go next level. The Fords, Elliot Whitehead on the other edge. Uh, I'm, I'm expecting an explosion at home and them to turn Cam back into a fortress. Yep. Agreed. Best player. Who is your best player for round one? No, well, I've got the spine, the Eagles spine. I just expect the them to have a group, yeah. Yep. I expect them to have a big influence on that game um, and prove to the doubters. And there's a few out there. Uh, that they're going to be able to deliver and take the Eels into the top eight this year. I just hope that this foreign stuff is foo-foo and that his hamstring pulls up because there'd be nothing... Paper talk. You love paper Yeah, but there'd be nothing worse, honestly, because he has I'll just judge him on what I see. He's had the problem, though. Let's let's be honest. But but if he goes down, you'd be heartbroken. Or if he doesn't get to play a full game. You want to see him at 100%. I think they've had all off-season to rehab it and get it right. Why wouldn't it be right? It's still not right. He said himself he's struggling. He's Mm. talked himself. No. He struggled all last year. He looked so. fine to me in that trial the other day. So Yeah, well, I want to see the psychopath that hits holes at a schooling miles an hour and puts his body on the line, so I hope he is healthy. Uh, my best, I was kind of looking similar for the Raiders, maybe the spine. I was going to highlight Caesar, but from what I saw, again, from Josh Hodgson last week, I think he's going to take his game to another level. Expect him to control the ruck and have a big game against the Penrith Panthers. But low, uh, sorry, your worst, your worst team for the round and worst player or players. Oh, uh, well, I've got the Tigers. Oh, I've gone the Tigers I as think- well. They're up against it against the Warriors, but then again, I could easily see the Tigers winning because the Warriors traditionally start terribly. Awfully. So yeah. it's it's hard, but on paper, we're only judging it on paper, obviously. Yeah. Um, Jordan Rankin on a wing. That's, That's I saw him play at Hull, and he struggled over there, in my opinion. Um, Chris Lawrence in the back row. I'm not sold on that. Um, traditionally a centre, obviously. I thought but... he was solid there last year, but that just shows the situation they're in. He's bulked up and he's slowed down a bit from the hip injuries, but that's where they're at. Yeah, and then Timmy Grant. I'm starting front row with I'm Woods. I'm not sold, sold on Timmy Grant either. But he left, mate, well, since he played Origin, I don't know, what's he done? Well, he got dropped the New South Wales Cup at the Panthers and then he struggled last year. You'd hope he'd get back to some kind of that form, but it's yet to be seen. Uh, is the Tigers the right place for that to happen? You know he's going to get plenty of football because they're light on, but I don't know if that's the place to turn well, he's around. He's getting paid by three clubs, Penrith, South, and the Tigers are paying him. Yeah, so well, it's two two clubs are paying him not to be there. Moved on. Which is a, bit, a bit of a worry. Well, hopefully I'm looking forward to watching Josh Alloway, the young bloke on the bench, who moved over from Parramatta for an opportunity. But uh, mine, I kind of looked at the halves. Jack Littlejohn, he had a good little stint there at Manly, but a much better side. I watched some cup last year. He didn't do too well down there. Uh, and just looking all around, like you said, Rankin's there on the wing. That's a bit of a strange move. Not really someone I can see helping out too much in yardage. Uh, and Moses, I don't know how much his defence is going to improve this year, but if the forward pack struggles like we think it is, I think the Harbs are going to have a hard day and they're going to be targeted by quick play the balls and get worked over. So His defence is only going to improve you'd hope um, so. as much as his strength's improved. So they, you'd hope that they would have put a little bit of weight on him and bulked him up a little bit yeah, in they, the gym. If they can't hold the middle of the field against the Warriors, though, they're going to be light on the edges. They're going to pick on those Which, two. Which, if you have a look at the forward packs, there's absolutely no way in the world that they should. No, the Warriors so should run all over them. I'm worried about their halves. I think they're going to get absolutely steamed for most of the day. But, like you said, the Warriors can definitely turn things up, so yet to be seen. Uh, what do you think will be the highlight of the round? Which game will be the best well, game? Well, probably two. The first one would be the Cowboys-Sharks game. I agree uh, with Cowboys that. Cowboys up, up there... 
Uh, first game since winning the competition, obviously, and I think the Sharks are in for a big year. Uh, I've tipped them to be in my top four. I think you did, did as well. Yep. So um, we're both thinking that they're going to be there when the whips are cracking at the end of the Should year. Should be a good start. I noticed uh, our, one of our guests or regular guests, Paul Kent, has tipped them to maybe win the competition this yeah. year. So there's a lot of good judges, um, not, not us two, but uh, <laughs> that are predicting the Sharkies to be up there. And the other one, obviously, is a traditional Roosters South game, grudge match. Um, I think that'll be exciting. And then traditionally the season opener. So I think there's plenty of highlights. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably go with you. If I had to pick one game, it's the Cowboys Sharks. I'm looking forward to seeing both contenders. Cowboys one to seventeen from the Premiership side. The Sharks have finally got some halves. Wade Which Brown. has got to be the first time that's ever happened. Yeah, and they've listened to what oh, it's the first time I think they said since Newtown won in the modern era. Ridiculous in like the that. modern era. Yeah, when uh, you know you think go back to the Dragon sides, wouldn't you? Or the, you're saying Newtown what in the mid eighties? Well, I think they said 80s. since Jack won his last cop when they went back to back or something. Like that. It's the first team. To, have a, yeah, to get back a, a full side the year after. Ridiculous. So. And especially in a salary cap era. Yeah, and then the Sharkies, they've finally got halves. I love Wade Graham, and they've taken some sense out of what we said. They've got all three of those players in the back line. So Barber's at one, yeah. Bird's at centre, which makes sense. That fits him nicely. Uh, and obviously, Holmes on the wing. Yeah. So no one's broken hearted. Hopefully, Barber finds some form this year. That could be really good if they could have all those guys in the field. Well, they can interchange, they've got no multiple brainer. weapons. Uh, that have multiple threats. Imagine being able to rotate Holmes, Barber, Bird, all the way through that basically. And it's similar. Field. If you you want to draw a line or draw some sort of comparison, similar to Coote, Morgan, Thurston, that sort of combination that we're talking about this time last year. You could throw so many different shapes if you can alternate players as well in multiple. And I think positions. our concern last year was Coote staying fit. Obviously, he did. Oh, big he time. Was out, he, he's missed full seasons with a pec, shoulder, knee. He yeah. finally caught a break, and he was outstanding. But he showed that promise early on. It's similar to Barber. Barber's had his injury concerns. So, and Bird's obviously got the arthritis issues that, that yep. are going on. But I think if they can all stay fit and healthy, they're going to be a very hard team to stop. Yeah, that's the, the one you're looking forward to. The low light, I think we can agree on this one. It's most likely going to be Titans versus Knights. I think well, this is a spoon bowl game Basically, one. yeah, them and the Tigers. Yeah. These two and the Tigers, I think, are the three worst teams by a country mile. Uh, obviously, but I'm looking forward. I'll look forward to the game, obviously, because I'm a Titans man. But Five debutantes, potentially. It may be Newcastle. one of probably only, what, seven or eight games will win all season. So mm. um, hopefully we flog the Knights. Well, your question? Uh, is Who do you think will be the upset around one? Well, I think we both agree. Again, as bad as the Tigers are, if there's any team that can just absolutely break your heart and they constantly do it, it's the Warriors. Yeah, I think I think the, uh, the Eels will be the upset. I think they'll beat the Broncos on opening night. Um, that's my upset. But yeah. I agree, the Tigers could pull one out of the hat. Well, seven out of their last eight season openers, I read it, they've won their first. Uh, so seven out of the last eight, they've won the opener. The Warriors, traditionally slow starters. There's a few selections I didn't expect. And obviously the murmurs just keep getting louder and louder They're over McFadden. So if they just turn it up, which they did a couple of years ago to Matty Elliott against the Sharks, who were horrific, yeah. uh, he could be sacked week one, which would be just absolutely crazy. Yeah, it would be. Oh, I can't see him getting sacked this week, regardless no, of what the score is. That's the one you look at and you go, if any game's going to go wrong, that's probably it. Yeah. The Warriors, you just never know. Um, my question, three breakouts for this season, and I word this, it doesn't necessarily, it could be a 20s kid breaking in the NRL. It could be an average player becoming a top player or somebody who's already playing quite well but breaks into the rep scene. Is there three players you think can take another step? I've got three. I've got Aiden Caesar. Um, massive, massive loss for the Titans. I think he was... They should have spent DCE-type money on trying to keep him there, in my opinion. Um, maybe not as much, obviously, but I would have happily paid Aiden Caesar 800k uh, to stay at the Gold Coast. 
Uh, Wade Graham, obviously, I think we both agree on this one. He should play Origin. Uh, and the other one is Corey Norman. I think Corey Norman, we haven't seen him play with a solid halves partner, um, a decent forward pack. So I really, really expect him to go through the roof this year. They're, they're my three. I wanted to pick Norman, but I went away from it just because I thought it'd go away uh, from the halves. I went Wade Graham, obviously. I've been going on about it for Yonks. So I think he's definitely cut from the cloth that we need as far as origin and as far as the kangaroos go. If they cleaned out that side tomorrow and the young blood's going in, I wouldn't think he'd be out of place playing the back row, mm. even for that side. I think he can take that step to rep football. Elliot Whitehead coming over from England, I think he can make that transition. The benchmark for me, generally, when you watch the English players play us or the Kiwis, that's where you get a good idea whether they're going to last over here. He killed it against the Kiwis. The first trial, I know it was only a trial, when they went full strength, he looked brilliant. Um, I think he's going to be another successful convert, and the forwards from the English generally be the ones who come out here and do do well. So keep your eyes on him. And James Tedesco. I said it last year, I think he's better than Matt Moylan. Anyone who thinks he can't ball play, you're kidding yourself. You watch him, he creates space simply by the speed. Uh, that he covers ground and makes the he's, defender. He's similar to Billy Slater. There was a lot of knocks on Billy Slater's ball playing. He can create enough. He's better than Billy Slater at this point, I think, with his ball playing. No, but I agree. But it, the knock on Billy Slater was that. And I've never play. seen a bloke go into a compressed short side or a confined space and find a way to keep running or moving. Mm. It's ridiculous. If he stays healthy, regardless of what the Tigers are doing, if Dugan is moving to the centres for New South Wales, and you tell me right now... Tedesco and Moylan. Tedesco's more cut from origin, especially on kick returns, and I think he can ball play. I agree. And he is better at the back defensively and covering his kicks. So I think he can take that next step and grab the New South Wales jersey. No argument out of me, son. Well, that is the Fast Five. Season predictions. We gave ours last week, but we're going to quickly go through them again. And we've also got Gossip and MG. So MG's top eight. He has gone the Broncos, the Cowboys, the Storm, and the Eagles to round out the top four. Then he's got the Sharks, the Panthers, the Roosters and the Bunnies to make the eight. And Mr. Gossip, he's of a similar vein. He's got the Broncos, the Cowboys, the Bunnies and the Roosters. And then he's got Manly at fifth, Storm, Dogs and Sharks. So he's only got one new team coming in. Mm. Uh, they've both got the Broncos as their premiers. They've both got the Broncos as their minors. Gossip went the Tigers for the Spoon. MG's gone Newcastle for the Spoon. Panthers is Gossip Slider. They played for the Wooden Spoon last year. They can't slide much further. Yeah, we'll say what they yeah. slide the spoon. Yeah. The Doggies <laughs> are the slider for MG. That's the same one that I had. Um, the Improver, Gossip's gone Manly. MG's gone the Panthers. I think there's a bit of heart in that one. The Dark Horse, they've both picked the Eels. Top point scorer, Croker for Gossip. Maloney for MG. Try scorer, Rona for Gossip. Valentine Holmes for MG. Ben Hunt, Dally M for Gossip. Foreign for MG. He didn't give us a sure bet. Uh, Gossip gave us Queensland to win the Origin Series. I got the odds for that with WilliamHill.com. That's a dollar ninety-five. What do you think about those? Yeah, I, I don't know why. Everyone's in love with Manly. I'm the only one that doesn't have Manly in there. Yeah, well, no one. I don't have a five-eight. Ring, ring a ding ding. No one else picked the Raiders, so I, I got it. Oh, I had them ninth. Got a big bit there, but uh, your top eight, Brock, you obviously had the Broncos, the Cowboys, the Storm, the Sharks, the Eels, the Roosters, the Warriors, and the Bunnies. I had the Broncos, the Cowboys, the Sharks, the Storm, Warriors, Manly, Raiders, and Roosters. So going off that, I've got three teams who didn't play finals football coming in this season. And what have you got? got you've, two. you've got two teams got coming. The Eels and the Warriors. So we've got a bigger wind of change. Gossip's only got one new team come in his eight and MG has only got one new team oh sorry two teams coming in so 
I've gone the most changes there. Three. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Premiers are minors. Me and you both went the Broncos. I picked the Titans for the spoon. You picked Newcastle. Slide up. We both picked the Dogs. Improver. You've got the Eels. I've got the Raiders. Dark Horse. You've got the Warriors. I've gone the Sharks. Point scorer. I've got Croker. You've got Johnson. Try scorer. You've gone Radrara. I've got Valentine Holmes or Trebojevic. I've got Slashley. Uh, Dally M, I went Anthony Milford. You've gone the safe bet. Jonathan Thurston, I can't blame you. The bloke is just well, he's, that He's like McCoy Diva. Oh, it's ridiculous. Your sure bet for the year, your William Hill $100 sure bet. You've gone the Broncos top four at 180. Mine is the Cowboys top four at 220. I like both those. Like we said last yeah, week, like William them, Hill. like to put them together. Line us up, $4 first. Queensland, both Queensland teams. Future charity bet. Check an, chuck an extra 100 in the charity account and let us roll that one at the end of the year because you'll be paying yeah, it you're not allowed to, You're not allowed to multi it. No, you can't multi it's rubbish. Future. It is ridiculous. I would have had a field day if I could multi some of the futures I picked last yeah. year. Oh, big time. Cowboys in the first and, and the minor premiers. Imagine putting all that together. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. Be some serious... Cabbage. That, that's the season predictions for all four of us here. What we're going to move on to now is obviously looking at the round one fixtures and giving our tips. Already got Mr. Gossips here. We're going to run through the lineups and then the odds brought to you by WilliamHill.com. We kick things off. The first game, it's Thursday night, Pertec Stadium, the start of the season, 8.05 it's scheduled for. It's the Parramatta Eels versus the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, looking at the lineups here, not many surprises. For Parramatta, pretty much the same side they picked. Uh, they've got Moroa, really the only one you were waiting to see. Now that Watmau's out, he gets a lock position. The bench was the makeup you're looking for. They've gone with David Gower, Terrapo, Daniel Alvaro, Kenny Edwards, Pritchard, 18th man. So I don't know if that's because Pete's has still been icing those injuries and making his way back, but uh, a pretty strong lineup for them. And Brisbane is, is very strong as well. They're obviously probably only missing. Jack Reed and, and Maranta if they wanted to, but Greg Eden grabs a debut on the wing. Kahu's back from injury, and it's basically their grand final side. It is, yeah. I like the Eels. They look strong, obviously, with the exception of Watmo missing out. Uh, the Broncos, well, as you said, they look fairly strong, with the exception of Reed, I think, who is much better defensively than Jordan Kahu. So I think there's a little bit of a weakness that could be exposed there, but. Traditionally, well, with Jennings there, Takarangi's not very strong offensively. Um, He's a bit too slow to be playing that centre position, isn't it? Yeah, so it'll just be how they match up um, as to whether the Eels are able to exploit that. But all in all, they they both look fairly strong. Yep, and your tip for this game? Uh, I've I've gone the Eels. I think the Eels can win at home. Uh, Opening night, the Broncos may be a little bit weary from their trip overseas. I know all the teams that played over in England are saying, oh, we feel great and we feel fresh, but history tells us that uh, those teams Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market tend to struggle for a few weeks uh, on the back of travelling. Yep. Um, so I've gone the Eels with no great confidence. Um, probably, for me, just the fact that... Optimistic. Optimistic. For the uh, season ahead. Yeah, looking for a big scalp to kick I don't know off. whether, you know, in 20 rounds' time, if these two teams met, that they I'd tip the Eels. Um, no. But for round one, at home, 
as you said, a lot of optimism in the air, and I just think... Start uh, strong. Yeah, I think they'll want to start strong yields. Well, I'm really looking at the back row, and I'm excited, and in particular, Tepai Morale. I want a big year. If that jersey is going to be vacated, if Watmouse potentially not coming back, he needs to make that jersey his own. Yep. He's a heck of a player. He's still only young. Well, and you've got Terrapo and Edwards there ready to take it as well. He looks ready to go, Terrapo. So, he looked very, very strong. Uh, I'm going to stick with Brisbane. I like the spine. The big one for me is Ben Hunt. He didn't let him go to the nines he wanted to. He didn't let him play in the World Club Series he wanted to. He's been stewing on that moment for six months. He's just kept talking about it, talking about it. He wants to play. I think him and Milford come out round one, make a statement. Josh Maguire's back. Um, I'm kind of with you, maybe on the, the edges side of things, but I think they're just such a good system team under Wayne Bennett that they'll be able to cover up for maybe those deficiencies and they've been able to pick. But I, I just, for me... I think there's more more at stake for the Eels than what there is the Broncos. The Broncos, they're premiership favourites. Bennett won't be stressing too much over the first month of the competition. Uh, for Parramatta, but if they, if they struggle in the first month, there's going to be a lot of pressure on. Yeah, I don't think it's just one game. There are a lot of pressure for, but hopefully they come out keen. And the odds from WilliamHill.com, Parramatta are the outsiders at home. $2.30, $1.64 for the Broncos, the line is minus three and a half. I don't mind that for Brisbane, but I do think it's probably accurate for the game. I think it's going to be a tight contest. Uh, one to 12 for both teams, 395 for the Eels, 310 for the Broncos. And uh, what's the total game score? 40 yep. and a half. Over under. Mm. That's, that's, about bang, that's about bang on. It's hard to pick at the I think start three either. tries each. I think it might go under that game. Yeah, well, it depends on the goal kicking really, doesn't it? Um, but three tries apiece, 18. They still fall short. Yeah, I think three, I think under. Yeah, and Mr. Gossip, he's also gone the Broncos. The second game, Friday night, the Manly Seagulls return to Brookvale to play the Bulldogs. A bit of feeling in this one, obviously, Hasler. you got Barrett under his new team here, coaching for the first time. Brett Stewart, he's under a bit of an injury cloud, so Tommy Trebojevic potentially moves to fullback. They're going to run with the dual hookers, as we thought. Coruscant, Parcel, uh, and Nathan Green. He's the surprise one here. Tommy Simon's not there. Nathan Green has obviously done a bit in the preseason to impress because he's grabbed a starting back row spot next to Lewis Brown in this new look forward pack with Tapau and Nate Moles. Yeah, they look strong manly, um, with the exception for me over the, the hookers and the, the other half, the partner DCE. Yeah, you want questions on the spine early on. It's going to take a few rounds to see what happens. And that's the thing, yeah. That's the question marks I've got. So, And I think Stewart is slowing down. He slowed down last year. I think they're a front row short on the bench too, looking at this. Leary can well, play tight. Parcel, Lussick's there, but Mateo's not going to play tight, and he probably won't play Varvo. They're going to need they're going to need uh, Lussick to step up, and have they're going to have year. to play up tempo. And I think potentially they're going to have to get Tapia to really take control while he's on the field, or Nate Miles to play extra minutes. Yeah, um, you know Jaboyevich can, but maybe they're going to try and take advantage of this interchange setup. Looking at the the, the Bulldog side of things, Brett Morris, we know he's going to be out for a long time now. I expected Brad Abbey to get named. They've stuck with Hopawade. Stanley's taken that centre spot. Um, the new halves pairing. Can they work together? Reynolds and Abai yet to be seen. Will anything change? Are they going to stay stale and boring? And are they going to let Leisha be Leisha? Um, I don't agree with Tony Williams starting, but they're still paying him an absolute swag. Sean Lane's not even in the lineup. He's well, number he's 19. They've got Adam Elliott to potentially make his debut. Solid player, but... Um, I Sean Lane will play. Sean Lane should be in. He definitely should be in. Denny Fuala also there at number 15. For this one, I've gone manly. Uh, I'm going to back them at home. Round one, I've got questions over how many points the Dogs can score. Obviously, I like their pack, but I don't know where the points 
and then I'm just got I don't know. I don't know where the points are coming from for Manly either. I've DCE, got it, but outside of that, Brett Stewart, if he plays, I think they've got more going on for him creativity wise. I've tipped the dogs, but I think it'll be close and flip of the coin. Yeah, I'm with you. And uh, gossip, he's gone Manly. The odds for this one, Manly, a dollar sixty-five favourites at home, two twenty-five for the dogs. The same line, minus three and a half at a dollar ninety-one, one to twelve. Probably the market you want. Three ten for Manly, three ninety-five for Canterbury. Super Saturday, my favourite. It kicks off with the Tigers versus... Uh, the kicks off Panthers Raiders, son. Oh, wrote it down wrong here. Come on, mate. Raiders versus the Panthers down there at GIO Stadium. A very strong lineup by the Raiders, so much so they've been able to bench Blake Austin, who's uh, been lightly training with contact the last few weeks. Sia Saliola, as thought, will be playing as the extra tight player with Paul Vaughan in the front row rotation, and they've got Jeff Lamer there as well. So they've gone heavy set on the bench with a utility. Whitehead in the back row. Caesar and Williams looked really good last week, or two weeks ago when I saw them in orange as a halves prune. I really like this lineup. On the Penrith side of things, Will Smith at fullback, I don't agree with. I'd have Dallin there, to be honest. Um, both the halves, are they going to get back to form? Cartwright, Yo, Merrin. He's got Taylor on the bench, Elijah Taylor. I don't agree with that either. No, me either. I don't, I don't really like the makeup of the side, to be honest. Um, I've got question marks over Wunga Blake in the centres. Uh, Hickey looked heavy to me in the trial. If Wunga Blake's Will on Smith Lane Lewis' one, side, I'd be worried. Yeah, Will Smith at one worries me a little, but he's obviously got the runs on the board. He's played pretty solid whenever he's been called in over the last two yeah, years. I thought Dallin was brilliant last year at fullback, and that's his future. Yeah, so. yeah I, and I can see that angle as well. If Moylan's um, potentially going to be this six with Martin long-term, which I think is going to be the go, and we already saw that what Dallin could be, I'd have Dallin there right now. They've got plenty of players like George or Robert they could put on the wing. Um, I would have rather let Dallin play where he's more naturally fitted. Yeah, I, well, I just don't like the makeup of the side full stop. The halves, obviously, big question marks over them. They're going to need a strong start to the year. Mm. Seguiaro didn't have a great year last year. Um, we he looked low in confidence on at the nines, too, to be honest. Yeah. So he doesn't really look like he's got that spark or he's enjoying his footy. So. Um, and the makeup of the forward pack. Uh, Isaiah Yeo, to me, he's got a, he's got to nail a position. Nail who, down who, is, a position. who is the leader? I think I know Merrin's there, but I honestly think they look to Cartwright a lot in that power game. Like, Little moments come Cartwright from him. to create. Yeah, but even him. He was. Merrin, Merrin's got it. Merrin and Campbell Gillard. And to be honest, this is last drinks for Sam McKendry. If he doesn't have a big storming year this year, he's, he's got to go. He got, a decent, he's, he got a decent extension last year, though. So, well, to me, I, I don't know how they, how they justify it because he, to me, he, he's not a real dominant prop, is he? He just does his work, basically. Yeah, gets and I think they work. need someone. And Campbell Gillard's very similar. He just gets through his work, and he's, they're not really scaring anyone, Penrith, are they? So, no. Um, and Merrin's very similar. He's, he's gets through his work, but he's not aggressive. And on the flip side here, there's two monsters. You've got Hodgson. Oh, sorry, you've got Boydie, Papali. Newer Salah's hot and cold, I must admit. But the two edge players, Papali and Whitehead, are massive. Soliel had a huge year. I think their forwards can do a number on Penrith if they want to. Yeah, and I like the halves a lot better. Well, and, the, and Penrith obviously know it because they went hard for uh, Warrior Hargreaves and Mower. They know they need a big aggressive front rower. So yeah. um, whether Griffin's been able to get that point across to his props and and let them know that they need to be more uh, ag- aggressive and 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 banging, uh, they're going to have to be this week because Canberra's got a massive forward pack. Yeah, well, we've all gone Raiders unanimously here. They're a dollar sixty-five favourite at home. Penrith two twenty-five. That's minus, odds, I think. Yeah, minus three and a half. I, I do like this one to stretch a bit further. One to 12, 310 for Canberra, 395 for the Panthers. Do I go game and go 13 plus? No, I'd take the minus three and a half. I, I don't think know, Canberra win yeah, by a try. If you wanted to boost a, a multi, if you're going to have a short legger or just take it. Don't be it, silly. It's early in the year. Three, minus three and a half, yeah. A big minus fan. three and a half, dollar, dollar 91, take it to the bank. 
clean sweeps all around there. That's probably my bet of the round, to be honest. Canberra, minus three and a half. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Tigers versus the Warriors out there at Campbelltown Stadium to kick things off. The Tigers, as we said. Uh, Tedesco, Nofflu, and Simone. You start off with a bit of a smile. Naguama in the centres. I'm not sure if he can defend there. Rankin on the wing. Um, that's just a bit strange. Little John, obviously, there because Brooks is suspended. They've got Cherrington. They're going to give him basically full responsibility. There's no utilities on the bench or anyone else unless he's going to randomly run, say, I don't know, cool, love it. him or love it out of nine, which would be very, very strange. Lawrence in the back row of Sirenin. Tim Grant gets a start. Sue. Uh, Alawai gets a debut. Sam Anafonai, Buchanan, and Michael Cheekham at 8 well, They'd have to almost move Little John into hooker and play Sirenin at 5-8 or something, wouldn't they? If, if oh, you went or down. Rankin is the other one, I suppose. Yeah, but then they, who are you going to put on the wing? They'll put someone in the centres. That's what they'll do. Yeah. Cheekham played centres all off-season, so yeah. unless they end up picking him on the bench and doing a reshuffle, yeah. we'll find someone in number nine. But well, let's hope he doesn't go down because they've got no one else. They didn't pick Little, the, the Australian schoolboy. I'm glad they didn't. Cause he's very I, good. He's a good player, he's but very he's good. very light for the time being. He's I'm, young, yeah. They shouldn't torch him just because of the situation they're in. So glad they have him. The Warriors, though. Uh, Lola here on the wing I don't have a problem with, but I thought he would have got a start in the centres if Harold didn't over Ashford. Ashford gets a centre spot. Carter, Vartivai, Robson, the safe option in the halves. They've opted to have him guide things with Johnson. Lillian and Madalino with Luke, so there's got to have to be accountability around the ruck now with him there. Ben Henry, fresh off an ACL after Bodine Thompson had a massive year last year. He gets a start straight away. That yeah. surprised me. Well, mate, it, it's only on paper. There could oh, be a I lot know, of shuffles on the day. So Bodine Thompson was Don't take two. There'll fantastic. be ducks and drakes going on. Um, look, the one, the glaring one for me is Ashford in the centres. Leave me alone. Hurrell, they've either got, they've either got to go all in or all out on Hurrell. They've yeah. got either got to put him in and say, right, play well, otherwise you're gone, or just not play him at all. Mm. Just Hoffman, sack him. New captain in the back row there, Mannering. Nathaniel Roach, big fan of this kid on the bench, is an interchange nine, but that surprised me as well with Isaac Luke there. Is he underdone? Are they just getting a look at the kid? What's, what's the thought process know. there? If you paid for Luke, I want 80 minutes. Uh, I am a big fan of Roach, though. Sam Lasono, Gavay. Yeah, he might not play. He gets a start, and they've named 20, or 19, sorry. That's they've got Jonathan Wright he could and drop four down off, so... He's playing Ducks and Drakes. Well, I'll tell you what, you better not pick Jonathan Wright. Why are you carrying a winger centre for on the bench? Unless well, someone's got an injury. Won't. How many's got to drop off that bench? Two? Two's got to drop, but unless someone's done an injury. Well, I think Roach and, Roach and Wright drop off, and then you carry Lasoni, Gavay, Thompson, and Veto, wouldn't you? And heavy. try and run all over the top. Yeah, heavy set. Well, I would. Yeah. Well, it's clean sweeps again. We've all gone for the Warriors. They're $1.47 favourites. $2.70. About the Tigers, minus six and a half is the line there. Uh, if you went the bigger market, 13 plus, I doubt it. $2.60 for the Warriors, six twenty-five for the Tigers. Wow. 42 and a half points. I think this one's got points and overs and unders. I might go the overs for that one. Yeah, I just worry about how many the Tigers can score. Yeah, well, I think they'd get loose, or the Warriors getting loose, but the one to finish Super Saturday off the blockbuster up at 1300 Smile Stadium, the Premiers, the Cowboys, kick things off against the Sharks, 1 to 17 from their Premiership winning side. An absolutely fantastic squad. Very balanced, good bench, good spine, back rowers. Um, I think the only thing that could really rotate a little bit this year, same as last year, they got a couple of guys in the outside backs. If they have a couple of bad games, they can rotate in and out. Yeah, um, big depth. Look at the shark side of things, they've kind of taken what we said, Barber, Bird and Holmes, all in the back line. I think it makes them a lot more dangerous, a lot more versatile, and I think you can change some shapes or run some plays and incorporate all those guys. You can give different looks. I think yeah. there's much again, more And again, I want to see how they run out, what the makeup they run out with. I, yeah. Uh, on paper and what they name uh, again could be very different to what they run out in but I like the look of that team I do too the bench with Heinington Pryor 
Fafita Bakuya. I think Fafita Bakuya and Pryor, if things go well, and Heinington, he definitely tries hard, but he's getting close to the back end. Beal, 18th man, Paulo, 19th. I think it is likely that they both just drop off, but yeah. uh, yet to be seen. This one, a bit of a flip of the coin, because I do really like the Sharks, but I will back the Cowboys. So will you, and so will Gossip. So clean sweeps again. $1.40 with WilliamHill.com are the Cowboys. $3 for the Sharks, minus 8 I don't see it getting out there. If you like the Sharks, I'd go 1-12 to 12 at 450 Or if you've got multi-value, 12.5 start at $1.55. Sunday, the traditional clash. It is the Roosters versus the Rabbits. A couple of changes for both teams. Obviously, big off-seasons with moves, injuries, and uh, some off-field occurrences. But Latrell Mitchell, he's one of the blokes that grabs a debut, as well as Dale Copley gets his Roosters debut there. Ferguson. Moves to fullback. The two young halves. Hastings has to take control of that pierce there. Nick Arima gets his NRL debut. Evans and Napa to start with no Rhea Hargraves. And Corden not being there means that Orbison joins Guerra and Isaac Liu. They've still got Mara and Tokiaho for some impact. And then you see Henderson there. Vincent Lulawai potentially debuting as well as Mitchell Fryer, former Bronco. Um, he's there potentially, and Joe Burgess. Joe Burgess. I honestly think that Fry and Joe Burgess drop off and they go with three heavy sets and Henderson. Yeah. Henderson, not so much to take the nine spot, but just to go out as an extra middle defender yeah. if they need an extra body. Yeah, he could play a bit of he's, he's a bit of veteran in that regard, but yeah, there's some early things there with Pierce Cordner and Rhea Hargraves out, but you still got to look at that pack. Napa, Evans, Guerra, Orbison, Layu, Moa, and Tokiaho. They've got plenty of guns there. Speaking of Pierce, when are we going to know when he gets what punishment oh, he's getting? It's dragging on forever. It has gone on forever. Talk about it today. On the Rabbitohs side of things here, Bryson Goodwin, he's joined by Heimel Hunt, who's pushed Orvo out. So there was talk. He did have a big preseason, so much so that Johnny Olive found the exit too and went up to the Titans for an opportunity. Aaron Gray holds on a wing. Kiri suspended, sees Walker, partner Reynolds in the halves. Uh, he wasn't impressive in the NRL trials, to be honest. Well, I liked him in Cup. He got pretty loose. but okay. New South Wales Cup's definitely not the NRL. That first tackle grabber in the charity shoe, where Yeah, ridiculous. Smash my head on the table. Ten metres out. Do it. Burgess has to move into the front row with both his brothers out via injury, along with David Tyrrell. McInnes gets a start over Cook. They invested heavily in him. Paul Carter starts back row of Sutton. Kyle Turner's the lock. Well, I don't know where the metres are coming from in that pack. Nah. Burgess. Burgess has got to carry that. And then the rest... Phew. Dave Turner, Turner, who knows when he's going to get another concussion. And then off the bench, he's well, got... Sutton's he fiddles around with the ball. He's not a meter eater. Nah. Neither's Carter. Tyrrell, he's solid. So, I mean, and then you look at the bench, and there's not much on the bench either. Well, I, how, how can't Chris Gresmill get a start? Well, he's moving to Penrith. I, I thought they should it's have released him, to be honest, and tried well, to make some yeah. moves. But Zane Musgrove, a kid I like, uh, a big bopper, he's definitely going to get some games this year, but he's only 19. So I wouldn't expect him to be setting the world on fire. No. But big potential. He was uh, very Feel good his way. in New South Wales Cup last year. But Orvar, 18th man, 19th man, Nathan Brown. I don't really see any changes again there. Unless someone's on an injury cloud. But I'm happy to back the Roosters in this one. Yeah, I'm with you. I, with not much confidence. Gossip's gone south. And the odds, they've got south as the favourites at Allianz. They're $1.75. $2.10 about the Roosters. Minus two is the line. One to twelve, I probably like that one. Three dollars seventy for the Roosters. Three twenty-five if you like South Sydney. Your mob, the Gold Coast against Newcastle up there, Seabus Super Stadium. Uh, looking at this lineup, Nathan Davis probably the most obvious one from Parramatta potentially to make his debut. They're talking about Zilman potentially being injured 
And if he's out, Johnny Olive, who just landed... Well, you put Hoffman up and Olive into the centre. He's yeah. going to be playing. Yeah. Or, yeah, either that or Mead goes to the back and Olive grabs a wing or yeah. something along those lines. Hoffman but, at the back. Um, yeah, you've got the young halves as well. Roberts and Taylor are going to be playing together. The forward pack, you've got some veterans at least there. You've got McQueen, Bird, Taylor gets a start. Parsi looking for a big year out of him and Shillington and friends. So, yeah. There's a few older heads in there. You hope they can hold the middle of the field. But well, I hope they hammer the Knights. It's the halves you're looking at and maybe the bench. Ryan James doesn't get a start. He's been touted for origin somehow. He better have a big year. Um, Eddie Pettyborn had a good year last year. A debut for Lee Vaharpulu. He played for Wyong last year. A lot of those players and the Jets players obviously finding an opportunity, so good to see. Uh, Mortimer, Burr and Lever Lee. 18th, 19th man again. Uh, will there be changes? Yet to see. Newcastle, potentially five debutants. Jaylene Feeney at fullback. Pat Mataudia, or is it Chanel? One of those blokes hasn't played great yet. We'll be getting an opportunity. Um, Chanel, I think. I think Pat's played. Jacob Safidi, David Barner, and they've got Daniel Safidi, his brother, at 18th. I reckon both of them will play, honestly. Mm. Or I'd be playing both of them. I think they're the biggest and brightest stars they've got in their lineup. But Mullen and Hodkinson definitely have to run things. Cade Snowden, Jeremy Smith, Rocco, and Corbin Sims have to step up. Because they were, let me tell you, all the older blokes you expected to lead. We're awful. Yeah, I'll tell you what, that's the uh, that's where the game will be won or lost in the, in the halves. Well, halves, who can take advantage? I think this forward pack's are pretty similar. Um, maybe the Titans are a little bit more impressive. They've got a few origin players in there, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, for me, the halves. If the Titans' halves can gel and create some opportunities, I don't think the Knights have got many points in them, and I don't think the Titans do either. So I think it... Might be a four tries to three sort of style game, um, or it might even be a three tries to two style game. I think it'll be close and ugly. Well, I'm looking forward to watching both the Safedis, hopefully, if they get picked. And Jaylene Feeney, I don't mind the move to fullback. Well, I hope he... Parsi can deliver like he did at the Nines. I hope so. If he can make that sort of impact, then it's going to go a long way to giving our, uh, the Titans halves opportunities. And Newcastle fans, keep your eyes also on Paulie Paulie. He was super angry the other week. He doesn't look too happy about the move, but him and the Safedis took it to Canberra. Single-handedly, Feeney, I'm looking forward to watching him at the back. He's got a little bit of work he needs to do, but the ball playing I've watched, um, it seems like a long-term project and one worthwhile. The Titans, I'm going to tip them. I like the forward pack. I think you've got a few more steady heads there. Um, and, yeah, I think they'll be able to rally around the halves and hopefully cover up for them. I'm with you, but not much confidence again. No, nah, zero confidence in this game. Gossip's gone the opposite. He's gone Newcastle. Of course he would. So Newcastle are the favourites up there at $1.80. I think this should be a picking game, honestly, if you're going to go anyway with it. Yeah, I, I can't see how they have Newcastle favourite. Mm, $2 about the Gold Coast. Minus 1.5 is the line. Surely it's a 1-12 to game either way. Three sixty-five for the Titans, Three forty-five for Newcastle with William Hill. .com. And the Monday night, which just annoys me that I have to wait this long to watch them, the Melbourne Storm versus the Dragons, question marks over whether Billy Slater and Munster would play. Munster hasn't been named at all. Billy Slater has been named. So I hope they don't play him if he is not 100%. Richard Kenner gets a start in the centres. That's a, a bit of a spot. I'm a bit worried about him and Tottenham appear on an edge together. The rest of the lineup, as you'd expect, the back row, Hasees Finucane take Hinchcliffe's spot, the bench, Glasby, Bromwich, Welch, Kafusi, Solomona, they've gone a bit extended there. Uh, on the Dragons side of things, obviously Mann moves to fullback. Aitken goes to a wing to uh, let Josh Dugan and Lafayette move there. Good centres, but they're going to need good football and a good roll-on. So big responsibility on Armour and Packer to create a roll-on there with Cooper. Matthews takes Frizzell's spot in the back row. Cray off the bench with DePellin. Louis Salivahar-Vili. And they've got an extended bench of 20 players. It's a solid pack. 
solid side, um, but I think uh, Melbourne will run all over them. They want to start the season strong. As you said, they'll be bursting out of their skin to get out on the field come Monday, uh, especially when the round's starting on a Thursday. So, uh, yeah, the Dragons look solid. Uh, I'm not sold on them. I think they're going to be a middle-of-the-road team, but Melbourne, I expect, to be right up there when the whip's cracking. Well, I'm going for Melbourne as well. Gossip's going for Melbourne. They're a dollar forty-one favourite with William Hill at the dot com. The Dragons two dollars ninety minus seven and a half is the line. That's a pretty heavy line to be honest. I like this one to twelve, three ten for the Storm, four fifty-five for the Dragons. I don't think this is a blowout though, not by any means. I think the Dragons, especially defensively, last year showed how tough they are. Yeah, does, you wouldn't think that Melbourne are going to be. Nah, they're not going to be firing the gear. And the big thing again, does Billy play? Uh, they've named him. But if he's not healthy, I don't want him to play. Well, why would you name him if he's not healthy? Well, I don't know why you pick Hampton on the bench with the, um, the interchange. What's he playing? So I reckon if he goes down, Hampton oh, yeah. plays fullback, and yeah. they're going to have uh, him, obviously, as the ball-playing option there. So that's my only question mark. But there's all our tips for the round. The only different ones, Gossip's gone Newcastle. We went Titans. Um, he went Souths. We went Roosters. We both went Manly, you went the Dogs, and we both went the Broncos, you went the Eels. So there's a couple of different there to kick things off. But that basically wraps us up. Obviously, like we said, we had the bit of a, a bad week as far as organising guests with work and time mishaps, and then the lineups not going so well. But you've got our fast five for the week. Feel free to put yours up here. You think is going to be the best and worst teams or players, highlights of the round, any questions you have for us. You've got the season predictions from all of us. Gossip, MG, Brock, Lewis, and we've just run through the games for round one. Very excited and got all the odds thanks to WilliamHill.com. If you're going to have a bet on the NRL or any sport, make sure it's with William Hill. Two days, Boxhead? Yeah, 100%. Thursday night, the Broncos versus the Eels. It is absolutely outstanding to have the NRL back. So, I can say it this time, enjoy your week and enjoy your rugby league. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.